This is Dana Latane with Happy Home Tennessee. We are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. So this is episode 20, and we're going to talk about evolving as an investor and all that goes along with that. Um, you and I had some discussions this weekend on having to change up some of our business practices that we've been doing for a very long time and what that looks like and what that all involves. And we are starting to put some of that into place. And it is hard. (laughs) It is hard. Very hard. And I think um, something that I have been saying, you know, two years ago, I retired or quit from the fire department. And, you know, there's so much identity in a job having that you know, mine wasn't eight to five, but just having that job, having that structure where, you know, the last two years I've gone to more masterminds. I've done more things getting around successful people and it's opened up my eyes. I feel like the light bulb went off a lot sooner than it did with you, but we went, you know, to that mastermind back in March where they drilled us about our management systems and what we were doing. And we felt very content and very comfortable with what we were doing. But this past weekend, um, you know, you kind of just sat down and talked to me about some of the struggles that you were having in the office of keeping up. And part of that is the systems that we have are great, When you're smaller, when you're, go ahead. To to give a little bit of background, when we started, like we've said so many times, uh, we were just plugging away. We really weren't making a lot. We were building properties and trying to build equity. We weren't making a lot of money. Even at the beginning, we weren't even making enough money to really even pay our taxes. We let the property taxes get behind on some properties, and then we had to take a year and catch them all up. So when you sat down and got a system in place um, of how to divvy up bills for each property to make sure everything was covered. And I know to some people, they're going to hear that and be like, well, that just seems like common sense. It wasn't for us because we were struggling to make all the money work to just keep floating by with us both working full time. Um, but we, you got a system in place that was setting us up to every month. Okay, the bills are paid, the taxes are set aside, the insurance, everything's covered. And we've been able to operate in that system for a long time. Even as we grew some, you know, we were still, it was manageable because it was working. But in the last year, we have I mean, grown, even say two years. We've grown so exponentially, and we were still doing what we'd always done. And it's like we kind of, you probably first, I'm sure. And then I, tagging along, finally figured out what we've always done is not working. Just because it did work, it's really not now. And uh, we went to the mastermind together, and um, it was very overwhelming. And it was very um, raw. Like, I felt like we were very exposed (laughs) because there was a lot of successful business people in that room. And I felt very much of 
while we are not doing things right. Now, right is, you know, subjective to who, whatever works for you works for you. And that's totally fine. And I want to say this too, because, and Tane feels like this is very open, like allowing her to be exposed. And the thing is, is I've been talking to her all weekend about it. And it's, it's not what it comes down to is that we did what we knew, you know, we, this is why when you hear people talking about um, the ability to um, scale, you know, you have to have these systems in place, you know, for us, and this is part of what I wanted to talk about too, is, you know, we've just grown, we've had different points of just growth. Like we would do, when we first started, it was one flip at a time. And then we got two flips and then we got three flips. And then we bought some rental properties. And then, you know, we bought our first big 20 unit apartment building and that was overwhelming. And then we got into storage and then we sold storage. And then, you know, we bought a bunch of apartments and then we bought another storage facility. So the thing is, is, it's okay, and, and this is my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like what we've done has been okay. But I think the biggest thing that I want people to understand is the ability to change, the yeah. ability to adapt, the, the ability to recognize, hey, NASA, we have a problem, and let's figure it out. And, and the thing is, is with you, it's taken five months for you to figure out, okay, you know what? I used to do this, this, and this, and you could keep up with it. But, you know, you're a mom. You're a wife. You know, you, you deal a lot with your mom. You know, we have my mom. You know, there's a lot to this that you do outside of our business as well that takes your time. And so it just got to that point that you're like, I can't keep up with this. So over the last five months, and the thing is, I'm going to say this, even though the light bulb maybe didn't go off until recently, we were making steps. We were. Since we left the mastermind, we have done little things, Mm -hmm. just making steps to make it better. Um, And I'm going to say this, um, a couple weeks ago, I went to a men's breakfast at our church. And our pastor was talking to the guys about our relationship with God, our prayer time, that type of stuff. And he said, and he held his hands up essentially to praise God. And he said, 10%, just do 10% better. And the thing is, since he said that, not only has it impacted me in a spiritual perspective, but it's also impacted me from a business perspective of, you know what, if you're just getting started, just do 10% more than you did last month. So for us, we might only have been doing 10% improvements over the last five months. I think over the next two or three months, we're going to make huge changes. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think so many people... And that's that doesn't negate, like we haven't done it wrong all these years. What we were doing worked for us and it fit with our lifestyle and what we were doing at the time and the properties we had. But I feel like part of it, and this is pretty much any part of life, is you come to a point to realize 
maturity that, okay, what I was doing is no longer working. And it's okay for me to recognize that. It's okay for me to evolve. What worked a year ago is not working now. So what am I going to do to move forward? And, you know, for me personally in our business, you know, we do self-manage. That means we do it all. We lease the properties. We manage the um, the tenants and rental payments. We manage all the maintenance. We manage any um, workers we have. We manage it all. I manage all the bills, everything on the financial side. So we do have an office girl in place and we have some people that work for us. But still, you and I do the bulk of all the work. And like for all these years, that worked. But now we have We've bought more, we're rehabbing more at a time that's not just flips, it's rentals that we're keeping. So that is a little different than flipping a house and selling it and it's gone. Um, So I've had to step back and say, okay, this, what I've always done with what we have now is too much. I am one person and this isn't going to work now. So we're evolving our business practices. And the big glaring thing right now is our business practices in our office and realizing some things that for several years I was very much against you know what might be a good idea now because of what we do and what we have and that's okay but that's just maturing it is that's we're growing so we're having to make changes as we go I think you said it there's nothing wrong with what we've done I think the biggest thing is to understand when someone's getting started in this. I don't know that there's a right way to do anything. You know, you hear about an LLC, you hear about, you know, all these different parts, structures, uh, structures, you know, do you have an acquisitions team? Do you have, you know, a team to sell? You know, if you're scaling, obviously you're going to have to have more people working with you. And it was something I was just kind of talking to you this morning about was, I guess I'm okay with where we're at. You know, we've never had an acquisitions team. You know, I've been mentoring one of our son's friends from high school. And, you know, he started right off with a acquisitions manager and this and that. And I kind of laughed about it because I was just like, that's not the way that I've done it. I I am the acquisitions. But I've gotten to this point, even with our our systems, our office, everything, we still have been successful. We've just done it, done it a little different than other people. They feel comfortable having to manage a team. They feel comfortable paying, you know, if they make $50,000 on a flip, 25% of it to 50% of it's going to go to their acquisitions yeah. guys, sales teams, office. You know, we were running things very lean. So, there's nothing wrong with the way that we've done it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the way the guys that are scaling. It goes back to what we've talked about so many times of just get in the game, figure out what makes sense for you and have the ability to adapt, have the ability to change, have the ability to not sit there and say, this is the way that I've done it. And this is the way I'm going to do it the whole time. I'll admit, I mean, and you just said it, I think the last couple of years, um, you know, as rough as our partnership with our storage partner was, 
I think it's allowed you and I to grow. It has. Um, you know, we made a, a great financial gain, but it's really allowed us to to realize some of the things that we did and how we did it that maybe it's okay to look at different options. That's, and honestly, I think one, one thing with real estate, again, life, if you're not flexible... <laughs> I mean, it just makes everything so much more difficult. And I will admit, there were times with some of the things that I'll say me specifically that I did. I was not flexible with it because I liked the way we did it. It worked. I didn't want to change systems. I didn't want to adapt to that. And at the moment, that might have worked. But in hindsight, it's like, eh, you know what? Maybe that was me being a little stubborn and saying, no, never. (laughs) And saying, it's okay that things change because we've said it all. We don't have it all figured out. We have done some great things. We have done some not so great things. And one of the the things at this point is realizing it's okay that the way we did it worked, but it's okay for me to say, you know what? Other people have better ideas and I, I can learn from that. Why reinvent the wheel? Why say keep struggling and not being able to keep up with what we're doing because of an old business practice? This is what what successful people, what successful businesses, what successful families do. You adapt to the changing things around you. We've talked about for our kids. We have a 20-year-old and our other son's almost 18 Life is different for them than for us. We can't base everything on when I was 18. The world looks different. So we had to adapt our own thinking to help our sons and to talk to them and to relate to what they're dealing with. That goes across the board everywhere. I mean, business, family, marriage, it doesn't matter if you don't adapt you're missing out because life changes. Everything changes. So I guess what what allowed you to get to that point to realize that it was time to make change and it was okay to make change? I don't want change. you to ask me that because I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let me say this and you can think on it, Okay. So the other part of this whole thing is our systems, but it's also, I think as an investor, we want, and I'm going to say me because I'm kind of, I guess the investor, you just kind of came along with me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it's this, we move the goalpost for our goals. We, 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 and I don't care what any investor says, they look at other people and they Mm -hmm. want to do things, you know, so that's something that. I've gotten involved with some big players and it's like, okay, I got to go do this. Well, it's like the last little bit, I've just come to this point of just saying, it's okay that we are where we are at. It's okay that I am the acquisitions team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay that we do this, the managing, you know, cause there's some people that have a thousand units and they can't do all the managing. I mean, it's impossible. Kind of what we're learning is there's certain things. So I just, the biggest thing that I want people to take away from, from our podcast here is that it's okay. It's okay to be you. It's okay to struggle. I mean, like you just said, you know what? I'm going to get emotional. It's okay. I mean, this is, 
25 years and we still don't have everything perfect. We still don't have everything to what, you know, big investors say. I mean, we're just a small family business that's had some great success Mm -hmm. and we're learning. You know, neither one of us are trained accountants. You know, I wish one of us were because it would make a big difference in understanding what we're doing. You know, and part of it, I'd recommend to people be more diligent in understanding it because once again, this is a fault that I think I have and obviously us us as a couple is the fact that because it was such a struggle at the beginning, it was, we're going to go fix up this house. We're going to try to, you know, make some money. It was literally for us survival. We both were working, but we were just making enough to survive. So when we would flip a house, we could pay off a little debt to get to the point to where you could quit. We didn't think about tax strategies. We didn't think about any of that stuff. We didn't have to for a lot of years. (laughs) But I'm going to say this. I would recommend through those beginning stages, as you're learning, I do not let it hinder you from getting started. Mm -hmm. Because I think that was the one thing that I saw is I saw these people asking about, okay, how do I structure my business? How do I, you know, tax this and tax that? And they never did anything. So that's where I feel like we were a success is we took those actionable steps. But I think as we have gotten into it, and, you know, the, the one example, when we got bought out of our storage business, we got a big check. And it was, we were bought out of an LLC, which is totally different than being bought out of a piece of property. You can 1031 into another piece um, when you're bought out of the property. But in LLC, you have no write-offs. You have nothing you know, so we literally had to come up with some strategies by doing some cost segregations, buying other properties, doing some things. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Very hard for us. So if we would have been, and we did have a little knowledge of cost segregations from our storage business, but it's just, we were kind of thrust into this when we made a big check. And so I guess the thing is, is people need to be educating themselves. If it takes you five years to have great success or 20 years to have great success. And I guess that's another thing is just listening to a lot of these podcasts, a lot, listening to a lot of these coaching programs that people have out. You know, they're like, you can be a millionaire in two years. You can be a millionaire in five years, or, you know, you can quit your job in five years. It took us 20 years to get to this point. But if I wouldn't have started 20 years ago, where would we be at now? And I guess that's the thing that I keep on seeing with people is, and I understand it. there is desperation, there is frustration with people's jobs, with our society, and they want to have the freedom. But if people don't take steps now of learning accounting, learning tax strategies, understanding that if they don't take steps to buy a piece of property you're never going to be in this position and I just I don't feel like there's anything wrong with changing and 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 recreating things and allowing ourselves to make those changes within your business and the thing is the word that two or three people said at that mastermind is we need to blow up our business. Our business. They did. And you and I were both like 
almost defensive to that yeah. because that 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 was one thing I was going to say is the thing is is it's almost scary when you start because you were talking about our practices what we did worked they did but when we realized that we needed to make some changes we struggled with making those changes because it was it's sometimes it can be harder yeah to make those changes, it takes, you know, training an office girl, it takes more time than me just signing a lease and doing the lease. I can do it in five minutes where I'm going to have to take 30 minutes to go through the lease. Then I'm going to have to be there when she does the lease or she can watch me. And, and it takes more time doing accounting. You know what? We're using REI Hub now. You know, so not only do we have to learn more of REI Hub, but then we've got to teach it. So our mindset in the past has been, well, once we learn it, I don't feel like teaching somebody else. Yeah. It's just easier for me to do it. It's just easier for me to do it. And that's been your big thing is you're a doer. You're one that I know that it's done. I know it's done right. And I'm going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Once again, knowing your personality, we've had to, to adjust to our personalities to make these changes. Yeah. Um, you know, so it is harder. It hurts. And it, honestly, no different than being a parent and in a, being in a business. Sometimes you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, we joke a lot about our kids when we see an action that they do. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that's totally me. <laughs> that's totally me. And I want to punch him in the face because <laughs> that drives me crazy. And that's totally me. <laughs> And then we'll see, I'll see something with you and I'll be like, oh my goodness, Hayden is just like Tane. <laughs> but it's no different in business. It's not. We, we ha- once we realize our, our inefficiencies, we, you have to be willing to say, okay, it's embarrassing, it's frustrating that I allowed it to get to this point or that it took this long, but it's Okay. I mean, has it has anything that we have done in our business practices hurt us, like in a relationship or anything else? We've always paid our taxes. We've always done. No, it hasn't. It's just we feel like we can be more efficient. Um, you know, the more properties you get, you know, and one of our biggest issues is the taxes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, to where, you know, you have fought QuickBooks for years and You've done it on paper. And so it's a situation now with using REI Hub, you can send an email to our accountant at the beginning of the year and it's done and it's over. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's learning. It's growing. It's maturing. You know, part of it for us is when those uh, business guys had made the comment, you need to blow your business up. I didn't disagree with them. But I thought we're we're twenty years in. I can't do that now. That there's no way because we're too deep in now. We should have done this fifteen years ago. But but now when you and I sat down and looked, it's like okay, we have got a schedule. You know, we're here at the end of August. Between now and the end of the year, we can. That's ex- pretty much what we're doing. We are revamping everything. So it's going to take us four months, but we can do that. And then moving forward. Let's like I honestly right now I can't I'm thinking January I'm gonna be able to breathe and I'm I'm actually pretty excited about it. And I think some of what you're saying 
is I think it's a little bit of a, a pride issue for us. It is. Because I, yeah. one of the things that we originally talked to Jeremy about when we started the podcast and this whole idea was we don't have a system. We use a milk crate. We have this. We do this. And now here we are five months into our podcast and we're like, oh, yeah, you know, milk crate was great. But now we're looking at changing. Now, we'll probably never get away from our milk crate. There's certain things with our milk crate that we like. <laughs> but, the, you know, it, the adjustment, the ability to change, I think is, is awesome. And I think it's us being vulnerable here because I think it is a pride thing. I mean, for us to admit after 25 years, everything that we've done and now here, we're willing to make this big of a change. But I think the reason we want to make the big change is because we've been looking at our goals. We've been looking at, we don't want to answer the phone. We don't want to take a maintenance call. You know, we don't want to do that anymore. And so we're willing to make those changes, even though it's so uncomfortable to us. Yeah. I mean, just this morning, I went by the storage facility. You know, and there was a homeless guy sleeping in one of the units. I'm like addicted to driving by my properties. I'm addicted to dealing with things where I want to get to that point that I don't feel like I have to do that, where we can go on more vacations. We can go and do things that I don't feel like I have to get up every day and go drive by five of our properties to make sure everything is flowing and going good. Yeah. We can have stuff in place. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I know it was an awkward topic. Do you want to go back to, I can't remember the question I asked you exactly. Um, do you remember? What like kind of brought me to the point of we needed to make these changes. Yeah, what, what I mean, was part that? Part of it, for several months, my office has been a disaster. And when I come up here and work and leave for the day and feeling like I can never catch up, that shouldn't be the case with what we do. There's always, especially with an ongoing project, there's stuff kind of hanging out there. That happens. But feeling like I'm always behind and can never get to an end point, it's just after months of that, it's gotten old. And it's like, this shouldn't be because it wasn't like this. Um, because again, what we were doing at the spot we were at worked, but... It's not now, and there's got to be some changes. You know, for several years, I know when tax time comes around, I'm going to be in the office one to two weeks, working a lot, getting everything together. Honestly, there are people way bigger than us that have way more than that, that it is literally a click of a button, and they're done. And it's like, and again, I did fight that for a lot of years. I mean, I have an aunt that's a CPA. I was told years ago we needed to go to a system. And I was like, no, we're good the way we do it. And fine, that worked for a while. But now I'm tired of doing it this way. I'm tired of when tax time comes around being stressed a month leading up to it, stressed the month of doing it. And then afterward, it's like, it, this is silly. It, sh it doesn't have to be this way. All right, I'm probably going to butcher my, my own quote that I love so much. But when the pain of something becomes more painful than the solution, I think that's it. So essentially, the pain of doing the taxes, thinking about it for the month before, it wasn't that big of a deal for you. You could tolerate that pain. But that pain of that now has gotten more than the pain of making a change. Yeah. 
And so now you're you're at the point to say, you know what, it's time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and you know you made the comment we're not accountants. We're not, and it's like I go back to now we have a CPA and he's fabulous, and we have had a CPA in place for a very long time, but I know that. I'm missing things. So in turn, they're missing things because our system isn't perfected, but this is going to help with that. And, you know, the more we get into, you know, accounting software and stuff, there's more glaring questions that they know, hey, have you looked at this? Rather than me just handing them a spreadsheet off of, you know, our receipts. I mean, things can be better, not just streamline day-to-day in the office, but better for getting, you know, income tax files done and then better on the end of what we're owing the government because the whole thing is streamlined so everything gets better. And um, it's at the point, it's like, okay, I can stop being stubborn and I can let go of some of this stuff and, you know, let's just take the time go through the stress it's going to be over the next couple months to get all this in place. And then after that, when we talk about freedom, finding time freedom and family freedom, honestly, I haven't had as much as I wanted because I'm so tied down to our office. And I'm, I'm ready to release some of that time from what we've been doing to say, okay, it is okay if I go and ride horses with my daughter a couple of times a week. I don't have to be in the office because we've got a system in place that works better for us and has freed up a lot of time for me. That's what we've worked for. And I've like, I've not had that because of tying myself down to the office and my laptop and what we're doing day in and day out. So back to what I said, someone starting new in real estate, the pain of their job, is that more painful than the pain of coming home and taking a couple hours and listening to podcasts or going and driving by properties? I think this is the lesson, if there's a lesson in our our podcast today, is the fact that you've got to take action. You know, you've got to take the pain points in your life and turn them to successes. And I think that's where we're at, is I think we're taking these pain points, our stubbornness, um, because it's both of us. We're both stubborn. And and when we get comfortable with something, we want it. But we're at that point that that pain and this discomfort and this annoyance is is enough. It's enough. And so we're willing to take the pain of the kick in the teeth of getting the software and everything else. And, but I, we're at this point, if someone it's starting, if it's someone that's been looking, you know, at properties and they've looked at 10 properties, just remember that pain point, just keep on plugging away yeah. because once you get to the other side, it's going to be good. Absolutely. So yep. thanks for being vulnerable. <laughs> Cause nice. I know that was something that bothered you as we were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept on trying to tell you, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It we're we're it good. Is. It's just part of our journey. Yep. I mean, you could probably bring up a lot of topics of the issues that I've had along the way. So <laughs> um, uh, I think it's awesome. I'm excited for where we're going. Me too. So, Me too. Um, so I think our next episode is our last for this season. And we're going to kind of give a preview and uh, or a uh, – a, Overview, yeah, Yeah, synopsis of all of our podcasts. So let's uh, 
do the next podcast. All right. All right. See you guys. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.